0: what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at voiceamericatrn. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com.
1: Welcome to Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, brought to you by Enzymedica, with host Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Terry and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here are your hosts, Terry and Kristen.
2: Welcome to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel and this program, Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, for Tuesday, May 10th. I'm Terry Arango with my guest, Elaine Pearson. Elaine has been a family disability advocate on state, national, and international levels for 23 years. She is the author of Because of Heidi, A Family's Journey with Down Syndrome and Autism. Elaine is a special needs columnist for Family Time Magazine and show host for the Women's Information Network, Hidden Treasures of Health, From Autism, Recovery to Zinc. Welcome, Elaine. Hello, 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 hello. Well, Elaine, you are with us on a monumental historic day for the children. Oh. Shall I read the executive summary from the yes, Elizabeth Center? Yes, I am Center? so excited. Go ahead. <laughs> Very good. This is the executive summary from the Elizabeth Burt Center from Autism Law and Advocacy uh, coming up. And just to give listeners a bit more background, there is a press conference in Washington, D.C. today with great coverage on Fox News yesterday leading up to this press conference that discusses the findings of this investigative study that's just been published in the prestigious PACE Environmental Law Review. Here are excerpts from the Executive Summary, which can be found at www.ebcala.org forward slash unanswered hyphen questions. Our hats are off to authors, attorneys Mary Holland, Robert Krakow, and Lisa Collin, and law enforcement professional Louis Conti.
3: I'll say
2: In 1986, Congress created the Vaccine Injury Compensation Program under the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act. This program has original jurisdiction for children's claims of vaccine injury. Because almost all children receive multiple vaccinations for daycare and school, it is critically important that the program provides fundamental fairness, due process, and transparency. This empirical investigation, published in a peer-reviewed law journal, examines claims that the VICP compensated for vaccine-induced encephalopathy and seizure disorder. The VICP has compensated approximately 2,500 claims of vaccine injury since the inception of the program. This study found that 83 cases of acknowledged vaccine-induced brain damage that include autism, a disorder that affects speech, social communication, and behavior. In 21 published cases of the Court of Federal Claims, which administers the VICP, the court stated that the petitioners had autism or described autism unambiguously. In 62 remaining cases, the authors identified settlement agreements where Health and Human Services compensated children with vaccine-induced brain damage who also have autism or an autism spectrum disorder. It continues. This finding of autism in compensated cases of vaccine injury is significant. U.S. government spokespeople have been asserting no vaccine autism link for more than a decade. This finding calls into question the decisions of the Court of Federal Claims in the omnibus autism proceeding in 2009 and 2010 and the Statement of Health and Human Services on its website that, quote, HHS has never concluded in any case that autism was caused by vaccination, Mm. end quote. Using publicly available information, the investigation shows that the VICP has been compensating cases of vaccine-induced brain damage associated with autism for more than 20 years. This investigation suggests that officials at HHS, the Department of Justice, and the Court of Federal Claims may have been aware of this association but failed to publicly disclose it. This press conference will also be available for viewing on the Autism One website at www.autismone.org later today. Elaine, what do you think?
3: Oh, I I'm just I, uh, truly I am thankful. I I just it, there's an old saying that truth rises up, and I really think the transparency needed to happen long ago, but better now than than never. And uh, it, it, for a lot of us it was it's it was crystal clear from from years ago, but I'm thankful they have taken the right step to get uh, people's confidence back and that truth needs to needs to come forward.
2: It's you're right. It's great. Yeah, you're right, Elaine. Truth is the strongest artillery, but how many casualties in the meantime, yeah. all of these children...
3: Well, we we were one of them. I I we were among the wounded.
2: <laughs> well, Elaine, but we can make it, and,
3: and we have. So that's why I'm so excited to to share our message because there's hope and help out there.
2: Right. You have a wonderful story of hope, and Elaine, you'll be speaking at the Autism One Generation Conference in two weeks as part of the budget track. Yeah. Um, Sunday the twenty part... fourth. Yep. So excited. Right. That's part of the theme of the conference: autism recovery on a budget. With one of your talks about a holistic approach to Down syndrome with autism on a budget, first of all, do you think that most people realize that autism can occur with
3: Down syndrome? You know, it can occur, especially with Down syndrome, because they have um, a fragile genetic makeup. These kids are, uh, they have, you know, they have some deficits uh, mentally, but they also have some physical deficits, and they often don't expel their toxins correctly. Autism is a a connection with toxins. And so, yeah, it's happening more and more. And also later on in life, it doesn't have to be these early little toddlers,
2: but there are children with autism that are in their teen years getting diagnosed like Heidi. Right. I know of children who were older when they regressed. um, Yeah in particular following their vaccinations, and that's another reason that what's coming out today is so important. Well, let's talk about your daughter Heidi's history. How old is Heidi? She is
3: 23. Bless her heart. She's just doing great now, but I can't say she always did great.
2: Well, she was born with Down syndrome, mm-hmm. but how was she socially, et cetera, as a young child up until she down- was kindergarten?
3: She was right. She was healthy. She was social. She was engaged. She was spiritual. She was adorable. The typical Down syndrome child, they're just so loving and engaging. And uh, she she was born without the heart condition, so she was uh, relatively healthy. She did have the ear infections, Um, Her little ear tube would get a little gunky, as we'd call it, and she had the antibiotics, and it worked for a while. And Then we'd have some more, and then it worked for a while. And Then we'd do the ear tubes, uh, that middle ear drainage tube, and then she'd have some antibiotics after that so that she wouldn't get infection in the surgical site. But this this is kind of a a scary cycle that just little by little eroded her health and well-being, and we just had to keep doing it. And so by the time she was uh, ready for kindergarten, we held her back a year. Her immune system was so suppressed from the surgeries and the prescription drugs that she did have an adverse reaction to her, her kindergarten shots. She, we're talking about the high fever, the listlessness, the just not doing well, not bouncing back. And that's when we saw her start to digress emotionally. Um, she actually did quite well in school. Uh, it, it was really baffling because she stopped interacting. Her speech began uh, trickling by the right She stopped uh, kissing us. She stopped chewing her food and became really OCD, really obsessive, compulsive, and would sit in one chair with one spoon. And she would line up her videos and toys and stare at them. In a dark room, it it was bizarre. She just became quite another person in our home. That was
2: so. She wasn't doing that prior to the vaccine. No, no, not really.
3: I mean, she had a few quirky behaviors, and we see that in the Down syndrome. They're they're cute little kids, and but it was the uh, the dir- digression of the emotions and the interaction that became so baffling because she would she would give a hug and a kiss to anyone, whether they were a stranger in the store. If she thought they needed some sugar, boy, she gave it. She was a
2: a very loving child. And then um, what happened after that? Were there any other uh, vaccines that caused further regression?
3: Well, you know, we, we we didn't really have anything offered to us other than prescription drugs. We had a handful of prescription drugs. She had horrible diarrhea. She wouldn't sleep through the night. Um, her former Zest was gone, so she was given something for the ADHD, you know, the, the Adderall, Dexedrine. And then she just seemed so depressed. I'm like, something is wrong. And so she was given an adult antidepressant and it's uh, just like, saying, something's wrong here, something's wrong here. But, and then she digressed even further after her one and only flu shot, uh, in fifth grade. And she started growling. She started pulling hair. She hated life. She hated us. She hated school. She hated church. She hated everything. It, it was a very dark, difficult thing for us to go through as a family. And, and of course, we have other daughters. We have four daughters altogether. So there's six of us being affected mm. by this difficult, difficult behavior.
2: Wow, that's a really good point about uh about how it affects the family
3: it, it as just well. turns your home upside down terry people don't realize how encompassing and exhausting it is the sleep deprivation and the oh the the, the irritation and the frustration you just you just can't help them realize that it's really okay to do such and such cuz in their mind and their brain it's not it's not
2: But with it all, Elaine, you hold to the tenet that autism is treatable and children can recover. In general, why do you believe that? Because I've
3: experienced it. And I've read books of others that have experienced it, and I have been to workshops of physicians that it happened to their child. They went out, they looked outside the medical box, and now they have entire clinics dedicated to helping children with autism getting well with the Autism Research Institute, ARI. It used to be called the Dan Doctors, Defeat Autism Now. But it's true, and that's the good news. The good news is not out on the 6 o'clock news as it should be. It's treatable. It's beatable. It's a
2: toxin issue. And we can deal with that, folks. Well, thankfully, we're getting some good news in the news uh, today and yesterday Mm -hmm. insofar as the truth coming out because... Mm -hmm. When people admit to the cause, they can admit to uh, looking for ways to get to the root.
3: Yeah. But if it's like, well, it's under investigation, well, we really don't know, well, there's studies, you know, that that just leaves families in limbo. And I went to workshops where they, you know, genetic workshops, and they say, well, it could be a matter of 10 um, genes, and we'll know in about a couple of decades. And I'm like, I can't wait. A couple of decades before they do it all, and then get it to the mainstream families. And so, I finally just had to take, pull myself up by my bootstraps, and take control. I was raised in a holistic home growing up. I mean, my mother shopped at the health store before you know anybody. She ate gluten free. You know, we had goat milk, and it's like, oh, I'll never do that. Well, sure enough, uh, you turn back to your roots when what what is not working. Um, you know is, is happening and so she was the one that introduced me to essential oils that's where we started with Heidi um, uh, okay. most people have heard of that
2: okay and we'll pick up with interventions and such after a break, Wonderful. The break when I have a ton of them thanks Terry come back to the voice America health and wellness channel thank you to our sponsor Enzymedica we'll be right back
4: whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope. With your host, Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 1 866 472 5792. Now back to the program. Here are Terry and
2: Kristen. This is Terry. I'm back with Elaine Pearson. And Elaine's website address is www.elane, E L A Y N E Pearson, P E A R S O N, Elaine, before the break, you were starting to mention essential oils, and I know that that is one of the tools in your toolbox that you used on a budget um, for Heidi. The last part of your presentation title is On a Budget. Why do you think it's important to emphasize this to families? Well,
3: you know, I think just most families in America are on a budget. There are very few people that can just be like, yeah, whatever it takes, um, these autism doctors um, uh, within the Autism Research Institute or the Dan Doctors Defeat Autism Now, they were very spendy, very pricey, uh, like $250 an hour. And I was able to muster up and, and talk my husband into going to um, the only one in our state at that time who was Brian Jepson. And, um the, the the protocols and the things that he talked about sounded marvelous, but they were just beyond our budget. I mean, again, we're a family with six in this home, and um, so I I kind of had to just take everything that he gave me and find my own affordable versions through the health food store, um, through books, uh, maybe going to a naturopath doctor, or um, other ways so that you can still not bust the bank, as they say, and, uh, and it works. There are great alternatives out there that are affordable, that are natural, that are safe, and effective.
2: Do you feel, when you say natural, are you feeling like doing things naturally um, stresses the body less?
3: Absolutely, the body doesn't quite know what to do with uh, prescription drugs. Uh, Heidi's liver was so clogged up, it was so congested. Um, but yet, there are things that one can take. Let's just say, for an example, um, oregano. Um, that is, uh, it's antibiotic in by nature. It's antiviral in nature. And, and yet the body recognizes like, oh, some oregano. Okay. And so, um, there are just so many things also with the Down syndrome, uh, population that are just too invasive. I was not going to put her through more lab draws of blood, more IVs. It, it, she just is too tender and it was just too much. So we, we found ways that were non-invasive, natural. Her body recognized it. And we're not really expensive. Now, when I say not expensive, that doesn't mean they were free, but some of the things we did are free. Some of the very best things are free, like sunshine.
2: Goodness gracious, Elaine. You yeah. know, if if we're mentioning oregano and sunshine on this program, be careful, Codex might try to regulate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's some sad things going on in America. There, well, There are some really sad things, and that's why this is a good day. To have some of the truth come forth, because uh, I call my program "Hidden Treasures," because there is some news being suppressed, and right. there are some hidden things that are treasure troves. Right. So it's it's pretty great, but you got to dig a little sometimes for a treasure. You got to follow the clues. You got to find a map, and that's what I'm offering to parents. That's why I'm so excited. I'm a mom on a mission. We made it. We're one of the lucky ones. We've we won the lottery.
2: Well, very generally, Elaine, can you please share with listeners the list of interventions you've used with good results that are economical before we go more in depth into each one?
3: Sure, love to.
2: Essential oils, Um,
3: they are, people have heard of frankincense and myrrh from the New Testament. Um, There are things like lavender and peppermint. Um, Cranial sacral therapy was one of the neatest things that we found. It's a very non-invasive, very gentle thing that helped Heidi's central nervous system. Um, people have heard of massage. Um, that's under the term of body work. Um, a trampoline was great. We did what they call foot zone therapy. Uh, we did an electrodermal scanning computer. And um, That was able to scan what allergies Heidi had. She had parasites and fungus and heavy metals. Um, We were able to do enzymes. There's no way I could do the gluten-free diet. She just wouldn't, and I was too tired to make her. So we did enzyme therapy. You don't have to go gluten-free. We did juicing. Um, We did carrot juice. It's a powerhouse of wonderful things. We did smoothies with blueberries and yogurt and you know maybe some fish oils and and lecithin um there's iridology where they they study the eye you don't have to draw a drop of blood um there's Epsom salts in the bath there's fresh lemon in water there's sunshine perspiration is good being in the mountains it's relatively free go to a park um there's skin brushing um, that is helps with sensitivities. It also helps the lymphatic system. Um, feng Shui is um, an Asian culture of visual overwhelm. Heidi was very overwhelmed visually. Decluttering. It's huge. It's huge. There's art therapy, uh, tearing paper, finger painting. It's relatively cheap. There are gemstones. Um, Heidi adores. A necklace that I got her of rose quartz. Each gem, each stone has a vibrational energy. It's very non-invasive. It's natural, doesn't hurt her, and it helps her. Um, And then I I have a list here. Number 20 I have of things of a spiritual nature. Um, She loved little videos on the Bible stories. Sometimes at Easter I would pick up a coloring book. Um, She loved flipping through the Bible, not a picture in it, but there are ways that are free and easy, they're non-invasive, and they're affordable. You just have to look around. They're all
2: around you. They're all around you. And what did you use in terms of things like, uh, very generally, again, liver cleanses, detox, or homeopathy?
3: Right. Well, there are some marvelous books. So I found found some books at the health food store about detoxifying. Milk thistle is a marvelous herb. Um, You can just open the capsule and put it in a smoothie if um, children are not ready for uh, swallowing that. Um, Juicing is a wonderful powerhouse of getting the good enzymes in there. Uh, Another thing is bentonite clay. Um, The brand I like is called Redmond clay. And it purges out the bad and supports the good. It helps heal and seal the GI tract. Um, Many, many children with uh, autism have a perforated... GI tract. They're little bells. And so um, there's, a, there's a number of things that are helpful for that. Bentonite clay does help. Charcoal, people have heard of that. Um, yellow dock is a blood purifier. That's an herb. There is um, homeopathy. Um, that's, that's a whole other uh, realm of safe and easy natural form of medicine for children. And uh it's been been around, but you know there are things. If we just turn to Mother Nature, she has given us the perfect prescription
2: already. Absolutely. Uh,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. We should have just actually stuck to that to begin yeah, with. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Oh, we <laughs> should have been so much further ahead, Terry.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's pick up with talking about some of these more in depth when we come back from break at the right. Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Thank you to our sponsor, enzymetica makers of fine digestive enzymes. And I actually, use that
3: for Heidi. I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, great. Okay, <laughs> and we will be right back. Thanks.
0: Are you living your vital life? One that is showcasing you at your full potential? There are many issues that stand in the way of most people achieving their full potential. We will discuss these issues and how to overcome them each week on The Vital Life, Awakening Your Full Potential with host Dr. Carolyn Coker-Ross. Living the vital life often requires that we trust our own intuitive voice and that we view illness or life challenges as calls to action to reconnect with the deeper urges of our spirit or soul. Tune in Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
4: Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back
1: to Autism One, A Conversation of Hope with your host, Terry Aranga, and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5792. Now back to the program, here are Terry and Kristen.
2: Hi, it's Terry, and I'm back with Elaine Pearson. And Elaine, before the break, you were telling us some low-cost, effective, gentle, detoxifying, and supportive Interventions that you used with Heidi that you found helpful. You mentioned uh, craniosacral therapy, essential oils, herbs, liver cleanses, detoxification, homeopathy, lymphatic drainage and massage, supplements, allergy, allergy desensitization, electrodermal scanning, energy medicine, brushing, sunshine, sweating, Epsom salts, uh, lemon and water, art therapy, gemstones, and digestive enzymes, juicing, smoothie, fish oils, iridology, trampoline, foot zone, bentonite clay, and feng shui, did I pronounce that Feng shui. It right? Oh, wow, you're great, girl. There's a ton <laughs> of things. What, what are... would you like to start with to go into more detail?
3: Well, let, let me just tell you one thing. Uh, that When we're talking about being on a budget, it's all perspective because people can say, oh, I can't. I can't pay $25 to go do, you know, pick up, say, a bottle of vitamins. Well, isn't that better than $250, you know, um, to to get some of these other treatments? It's it's If there's a will, there's a way to stretch your budget. You know, we drove used cars. We had one cell phone. I cut the girl's hair. We didn't eat out. We didn't go to movies. We rented the dollar video, or we went to the library. Where there's a will, there's a way. You will be able to afford this, and that's why I'm so excited. It's within your reach. I I just want to reiterate that to moms. Well, um, were we talking about enzymes, Terry? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You know, when Heidi was finally officially diagnosed at 13, it was official i mean it was it was obvious for a long time but nobody wanted to actually make it official but i could not bring myself to do the gluten free diet it, she was too entrenched in her habits if you know anyone with down syndrome they are notorious for being stubborn and when you add autism into the mix you have never met anybody so stubborn and we were so weary and so when I was told that I didn't have to do the gluten-free, corn-free, soy-free, milk-free, wheat-free diet, that I could actually help her break down and digest with enzymes, oh, my word, that was such a great day. It's like, really? So I get, there are certain enzymes that will help her break down. For one thing, she doesn't chew. She didn't chew. She would just go. Gulp down things, and she was skinny and had this diarrhea that would not stop, and lo and behold, she didn't break down and absorb properly, and that's very common within this community, and so we were able to find enzymes that would help her, and we were able to heal and seal the leaky gut, as they call it, and was able to find substitutes for everything, We went with goat milk or rice milk, Um, and the health stores now, and even grocery stores have all kinds of substitutes. And so it is just wonderful. It it, it is so much better than in the old days where you had to cook everything from scratch, and you had to. Oh, I mean, it, it was a project that was. I admire those moms. I I just couldn't go there. I just didn't have it. But another really neat thing that we found is called cranial sacral therapy, and I know that's—it's uh, like what in the heck is that? Uh, John Upledger. Um, it was a physician that was able to realize there is a cranial sacral rhythm in the body, and most of us know that your um, spinal fluid circulates up into the brain and it bathes the brain and then it circulates down into the, you know, the flow of the spine and back up again. A lot of people with with disabilities and autism, that flow is plugged. You might say it's dammed up. And this very gentle, light touch called cranial sacral therapy, uh, you can uh, Google in upledger.com and was able to just calm her central nervous system, so she wasn't like this wind-up toy. She was truly like the ever-ready bunny. She couldn't nap, she couldn't sleep. She was always moving, um, and that was the the early years. And then later, she just got so full of toxins, and her brain was so full of junk that we could hardly light a fire under her. So she went to the two extremes, but cranial sacral helped balance either extreme. So we were very thankful for that. Some people have found chiropractors are helpful. I personally love the nuca, N-U-C-C-A. It's more gentle and non-in, non-invasive where they were able to, again, help Heidi's central nervous system because that's usually the, the biggest challenge of these children is it's, it's revved up. It's, it's skewed. Um, so the, the body work was
2: helpful. Right, I've, I know some people have used cranial osteopathy, and you were talking about NUCA. Mm-hmm. Um We had a presenter at Autism One last year, Dr. Marshall Dickholtz from the Chicagoland area, Excellent. who does an atlas adjustment. Yes, that they're finding,
3: and well, it's so gentle. I mean, to, to go, we only we won't even go back to our old chiropractic protocol. We just love nuca It's so gentle, and and it works. It works. It's right. a little more pricey. But for us, at this point in, in life, we're able to do it.
2: Craniosacral therapy only exerts about a, a nickel, the weight yeah, of a the nickel. the pressure. Force,
3: uh, yeah, pressure. it's unreal. It's very
2: beautiful, very sweet.
3: Uh, actually kind of spiritual in its own little way.
2: Yeah. Well, you said the first thing that you used with Heidi was essential oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you tell us more about what results you see from that? Well, what, you what know, aromatherapy,
3: we've heard... Um, We've heard about that, and we know how marvelous it is to have flowers around or um, things like that, but aromatherapy is for real. It affects the brain. It's the quickest way to affect the brain is using the olfactory system. Yep. But we didn't actually use it so much for the smell, but they just have marvelous properties. Frankincense and myrrh, I just felt guided to check them out. They're incredible. Oh, my word, I can see why the wise men chose those. Um, there's kind of a joke going around that frankincense, myrrh, and golden seal, which is an herb, is the holy elixir. I mean, they're incredible. Uh, golden seal is a, is a marvelous herb. You might want to look into it. Anybody could. Um, but lavender, we found, is calming. So we would do that at night, we'd rub it on our feet and it would just help her kind of calm down and mellow out and not be so obsessive-compulsive about having her room in total perfect order. And then in the morning, we would put peppermint on her feet, and it kind of rejuvenates and wakes up the brain. Sometimes we'd use lemon. And um, now this is not like the cooking oil. I mean, you you can eat it, but it's uh, the essential oils but They're like maybe $16 for a bottle, but it's so concentrated it takes maybe a drop or two, and it lasts forever. That's within most people's budget. Go to your local health store. Maybe get a little booklet on it. Um, they're incredible. Uh, oregano oil, I mean, I could just go on for an hour on the essential oils, but they, they work, they're safe, and they're affordable, and they're non-invasive. So there you go.
2: Did you need to separate the lavender and the peppermint oil from what you were doing with homeopathy? No,
3: I never did. Maybe I should have. I, I don't know. Um, I, there were some things that we did that were um, under the tongue, you know, sublingual, right. some drops that were formulated just for Heidi. And I usually did those during the day. Um, I want to also just mention, Terry, that there are times where Heidi would just have a good old-fashioned meltdown, where she would just go ballistic or just shut down. And we would put a drop of, like, frankincense and myrrh, a blend, on the back of her neck by her hairline, which is the brain stem. And within two to three minutes, she was, she was okay again. She was like a new girl. It just kind of helped her become balanced and centered. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, that that was uh, that was a key thing because you can't always take off your child's shoes and socks and put something on their feet. But sometimes, just on the crown of her head or on the brainstem, on the back of her neck, was uh, I. I kept some in my purse all the time. I kept some in the car.
2: Um, when you when you're talking about homeopathy, what kind did you use?
3: Well, I went to a little clinic um, that had a machine, and the, the brand of my machine uh, that we use is called BioMeridian. You can go to BioMeridian.com. There's a Syra, A-S-Y-R-A. And what they are, they're a, an amazing little computer, and you hold the probe in one hand, and then there's this other brass uh, probe that scans the body. And, and you're able to find out allergens. Um, Heidi had a ton of fungus and candida uh, from the, the uh, too many um, antibiotics. She had parasites. She had heavy metals. And the beauty of this little machine, it can get a formula or a recipe just for that individual. And so it's very kid-friendly. Um, these little drops were able to, we were able to put them under her tongue, or um, she, Heidi really doesn't go for that, so I would put them in a drop of water, uh, I mean in a glass of water, a few drops in water, or i put them directly on her skin, and it's called vibrational medicine or energy medicine, um, it takes a bit of a leap of faith, because you think, oh, how could that happen? Ha, ha, <laughs> you know, it must have to be hard or, or be terrible or awful or really expensive to work, and it's not. These electrodermal scanning computers are a great tool of this modern era using the acupuncture points from the ancients. So it's a great marriage of the ancient, uh, using Mother Earth and acupuncture with the new and modern technology that we we can now uh, science can replicate these things and document that they're really working. So it's it's pretty great.
2: You mentioned that children, you know, with down syndrome can have some challenges with their liver and that Heidi did, how did you do gentle detox and gentle liver cleanses?
3: Well, fresh lemon believe it or not, in water with maybe a little agave nectar. We try to avoid, um, certainly avoid the artificial sugars, but um, we like stevia and agave. A little fresh lemon drops in our water is easily done. Um, The sunshine gives us vitamin D, which builds your immune system. Um, There is cilantro. Um, There is kelp. Anything green is a great detox. Um, sometimes you can make smoothies up. You can do juicing uh, with some of the greens. And, you know, Heidi wasn't really thrilled about it, but even if she would just drink one inch in a little sippy cup, I was happy. And, and then I would drink the rest because I needed it as her mom to stay the course. Maybe she would just only have a little bit of a smoothie with, let's say, some blueberries in it, uh, you know, some antioxidants. Uh, some lefosin, some of the fish oils. And if that's all I could get down there, then Rod and I, my husband and I, we would take it because we needed it to stay the course. This is a long haul. Um, recovery from, from autism is not a, a one-shot event. It's a lifestyle change, and it needs consistency, and it's a it's a gradual process.
2: You're right about the family as well because... Yeah. Uh, families of kids who have an autism diagnosis often share uh, metabolic characteristics yeah. with their children. So it everybody doesn't... needs to be doing these things.
3: Yeah. Sure, and uh, we found
2: juicing very helpful too. And yeah, you can, you Epsom can... salts
3: in a bath is it's, it's super cheap. You can get it at, like at a dollar store, two cups in a bathtub as hot as you can stand for about a half hour. It's just magnesium sulfate, and the magnesium is calming. And the sulfite has a, 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 an ability to detoxify through the pores. And it also helps get their electromagnetic back on track. A lot of these kids, they sit in front of a TV for hours or a computer. Or maybe their bedroom is right by the refrigerator and the microwave. Well, we got rid of the microwave and use a toaster oven now. But Epsom salts is cheap. It's easy, it's non-invasive,
2: and it's natural. It's from Mother Earth. Who can do that? You, you mean I should be throwing uh, a cup of Epsom salt over my computer?
3: <laughs> Not in the computer. In your bath at night. But I know. I actually know of some that have some Epsom salt by their computer in a pretty little dish. And um, some people um, will, will have them, um, they'll put it in a locket and put it around their neck. Uh, because it, you know, sitting in front of a computer all day long, after a while, you just start feeling fried. And those little
2: crystals—they're pretty amazing.
3: They really are.
2: I'll have to try that. Yeah. And to our listeners, don't keep your homeopathy by your computer, though, or any natural your Yeah, major and your, Epson, our, your and
3: essential oils.
2: And keep especially them away. your micro—not near your microwave. Yeah. We will be right back Thank after you. the break. Thank you to our sponsor, medica We'll be right back.
5: Thank
0: Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Welcome back to Autism One, A Conversation of Hope, with your host, Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at one 472 5792 now back to the program. Here are Terry and Kristen.
2: This is Terry. I'm back with Elaine Pearson, and Elaine, you've described a lot of neat things that you did with Heidi. How is Heidi doing now? She is doing so well. Oh, we are we are just
3: so thankful beyond words. Um, she's 23 now. She's just this oh sweet little. She's more like the girl she used to be. She's more like the typical Down syndrome young adult. They're, they're smart. They're sweet. They're spiritual. They're bright. They're relatively funny. They're cute. They're quirky. Uh, but you got to love them. They're, they're amazing, amazing individuals.
2: So you definitely saw her sociability and communication increase after you did these interventions?
3: Yes. Um I I got to say, you know, she doesn't have
2: 100% of her speech back.
3: That's probably still her hardest area, but I do know that, you know, the the growling has stopped, the hair pulling has stopped, the diarrhea has stopped, the hugs are back, the kisses are back, the eye contact is back. Um her, you know, she's rarely ill. Um, she has a normal weight. She's not overweight like many of the Downs. We still do the smoothies and, and the vitamins, and we still do the, you know, regular uh, treatments for, you know, to, to maintain, to prevent. Uh, the reason that I know these things work because when we slack off and don't do them or her care providers, she digresses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty real it's pretty real and and um a lot of people think they've got to go all out and do the really expensive stuff it's just not true you can have great success on a budget you know and you and you'll be able to find a way i just want listeners to know that there are a lot of ways to, to trim your budget. We have become kind of a society that thinks everybody in the family has to have a cell phone and everybody's got to have a fancy haircut and you got to eat out at restaurants and go to the movie theater. Well, you know what? I cut our daughter's hair for a lot of years. I still cut my husband's, and we don't eat out a lot. It's actually healthier to eat from scratch at home. I did a little sewing. Um, we had used cars. We live in a 50-year-old home. Um, you know, there where there's a will, there's a way.
2: And yeah, I know. people can I co- be
3: guided to make their budget stretch for the sake of that family solidarity. I believe that. I testify of that.
2: Yeah, and staying home together and doing things together.
3: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Going true. to a
2: park, you know, have a cookout.
3: You know, yeah.
2: Well, Elaine, how have you seen other children and families transformed by the hope and the healing that good information brings? Well, information is the key.
3: Knowledge is power. Is once you have these aha moments, like, really? It, it's all good. You, you mean I can do it through my health store or a, a really great book down there? Uh, it's just so liberating and so joyful. There is so much despair and darkness in these homes because it is so misunderstood. Autism by far is the most misunderstood in the medical community. And little by little, um, we, we are given hope and help, and it is marvelous. You know, there are hundreds of kids, thousands of kids, I should say, that have have completely um, lost their diagnosis. Right. They're doing well, right. and and usually it's through the same thing. It's detoxing the bad, purging the toxins, their little polluted bodies, adding the nutri- nutrients and supporting their central nervous system, and then having a common-sense lifestyle. We need to get back to the basics. Uh, we've, we've gone a little, a little overboard in America, and it's just time to get back to some old-fashioned
2: values that
3: That's our grandparents right. and parents knew.
2: That's right. Well, Elaine, where can listeners look for more information? What's your website again? My website is Elaine
3: Pearson. The tricky part is people don't know how to spell it. So we'll grab a pencil, folks. Uh, it's, of course, www.elayne. And Pearson is P-E-A-R-S-O-N dot com. And of course, that's all lowercase, no spaces. But I'm also uh, one of Jenny McCarthy's Rescue angels so if you can't remember my name or how to spell it you can go to generation Rescue and click on the um, Rescue angels and go to Utah and there's three or four of us and you'll be able to just click on my um, my name and read a little bit about uh, our journey uh, generation rescue on the the Utah um, and then I also um, have a um, a magazine column that I do each month for Family Time. There's two magazines. There's one called Family Times, plural. Well, I'm I'm the special needs columnist for Family Time magazine. They're Chicago-based. And um, so I'm also a talk show host for a really fun um, women's organization called The Win. TheWinOnline.com and you can uh, click on the thing that says find it by expert and click on Elaine Pearson. TheWinOnline.com has uh, 10-minute podcasts of things that I have learned, um, caution I would give, tips I have learned, strategies you can do, and so the beauty of that, Terry, is that moms with autism, they don't have time. They, they cannot make it to a conference and spend all day, many of them. I mean, God bless them if they can. But if they have a computer, they can go to the Women's Information Network and, uh, you know, sign in, click in. And who doesn't have 10 minutes maybe at midnight or maybe 10 minutes while their children are in school or while their husband is at home uh, watching the kids. So any woman that has a computer can listen to my show and hopefully feel of my hope and my help as far as um, a mom that made it. We just really feel like we have won, won the lottery. My marriage is still intact. Our daughters are now raised and have healthy marriages. They're raising their own children. They're frugal. They're happy. They're healthy. And so uh, to think that no one is suicided or homicide. We're actually friends. We're actually a stable family. We are a rare, rare statistic. And so all I can say is that's my story. It works. And I'd be more than happy to come to People's City or talk shows or whatever because I'm just a mom on a mission. We made it. There is good news out there. There is affordable things that are non-invasive that are effective, that are within the grasp of the average family. And by the way, these families with autism, they are anything but average. They are extraordinary. They're extraordinary people doing extraordinary things, and I salute them with all my heart. I, I truly do.
2: Well, thank you, Elaine, and thank you for sharing your story and this information to energize families with hope and so their children with healing. Yeah. Oh, you know
3: what? There's one thing that I have on my note paper that we didn't even talk about once. Um, it's called Bach
2: Flower Essence
3: Drops, B-A-C-H. Ah, yes. Yeah, they're really fun. They're really sweet. They're gentle. It's called, again, energy medicine, but they can help with kids that are kind of spacey, or um, kind of homesick, there's one for envy, there's one for anger, there's one for um, over overly talkingness, talkativeness. There's one for those that are in their shell, the, the box flower drops at your health store. they're, they're really fun and, and absolutely. Fun. I think they may even have them at Whole Foods. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, that, and that just becomes such a lifeline. Go to your Whole Foods and just look around, talk to the people there or at your local health store. There is hope. There is hope. There is Uh, healing. Absolutely. God bless you, Terry. Thanks for all you're doing. I can't wait to see you at the Autism One conference in May. I'll be speaking on Sunday, the 29th. I would love to have any of our listeners come up and talk to me after and give them them a book. And and just say God bless you and give them a hug and say, I've been there, done that. You can do it. You can do it.
2: Thank you, Elaine. You too. And to our listeners, Elaine will be presenting Sunday, May 29th in Lilac Ballroom BD at 10 a.m. on Holistic Health Recovery on a Budget and Sunday at 145 in Lilac Ballroom AC presenting on a Holistic Approach to Down Syndrome with Autism on a Budget. Remember that we waived the registration fee this year at the conference. Please visit www.autism1.org. Such a (laughs) blessing. That is so, so great. God bless you all. Thank you, you too, Elaine, and we also want to thank our sponsor, Enzymedica, makers of fine digestive and therapeutic enzymes, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to the Voice America Health and Wellness channel.
1: Enzymedica would like to thank you for listening to Autism One, a conversation of hope. For more information, go to AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with hosts Terry Aranga and Kristen Selby-Gonzalez.